Hey everybody, welcome to GasCast. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today, for Halloween, we got a special treat for you. First of all, we got a guest. Alan Sells back on the program. Hey everybody. And we got a very spooky show, of which we're pretty sure there was only one produced episode. That's what it seems like. The internet says that it aired for like a year. September 14th to August 23rd, so September 14th, 1996 to August 23rd, 97, so almost a full year. It's at this point we should probably mention what the name of the show is. Oh it's, yeah, we should talk about it's that. It's the secret of the secret haunted house of the Crypt Keeper. No, Se- that's, the secret all the Crypt words Keeper's are there. haunted house. Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's haunted house. Yeah, I don't like that. It's I'm, a lot. It's too much it's for really a kids clunky. game show. It's really also, clunky. I have the wiki open here, and it does say the uh, release dates. Does not give a total number of episodes, though. Uh, oh, I can tell you what it is. One. That's the only episode you can find on the internet. One episode. Although it is hosted by a guy with a super game show name, Steve Saunders. That's a fake name. <laughs> it's probably incredibly fake, but it's super, super fake game show. If he married Summer Sanders, she would barely have to change her name. Summer Sanders Saunders. <laughs> or just Summer Saunders. <laughs> she hyphenates she, just she so she hyphenate. can say Sanders Saunders. She should marry Mark Summers, though. She could be Summer Summers. <laughs> Summer Summer Saunders. Summer Saunders Summers. So is this a... So we just if got into like a Summer polyamorous Summer. relationship? There well, we no. Go. First, she marries Stephen Saunders. And then she marries Mark Summers after divorcing the first. So she's but she keeps her hyphenated name because <laughs> yeah, she's Summer, got a kid. Summer, Summer Sanders Saunders <laughs> Summers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Summer Saunders Sanders Saunders Summers. And this is figure it out. <laughs> this kid's talent is that their dog drinks milk out of their mouth. <laughs> So okay, as figure tell, it out is a different show for a different and time. And Steve from well, Blue is like, I don't know, milk? And they're like, secret word! And they <laughs> shoot him with a paintball gun in the face. <laughs> but the paintballs are filled with milk. <gasps> we'll talk about figuring it out later. We got That's dead, definitely going to happen at some point. But for now, we're talking about the secret Crypt Keeper and his haunted house. No, the Crypt Keeper is not a secret. His haunted house has secrets. I've heard it both ways. So the point of this show, this show is a lot like uh, the the Crystal. No, not the Crystal Maze. What was it called? Mystery of the Maze. Masters of the Maze. Masters of the Maze, and a little bit of Legend of the Hidden Temple, and that there are a couple rounds. You got to do some some themed challenges, and then you do like this big final boss rush challenge at the end. So I think we should start with round one. Okay. The Temple Game. Sorry, the Crypt Games. <laughs> is there another name for it? No. no. Great. Um, although, I think we should introduce the contestants of the single episode of this television show. It was the uh, Red Sloths versus the Black Hogs. Now, yes. Josh had a theory about this naming convention that we cannot confirm I, or deny because there's only the one episode produced and aired. Yes, it does mention the team names on the wiki like for a second. Uh, but my theory was, oh, sloth and hogs, like the sins, sloth and gluttony. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Uh, but according to the wiki, it's both teams are usually named for a creature commonly perceived as scary. For example, beasts versus vermin. Uh, I've never once in my life been scared of a sloth. I've never seen a sloth and been like, oh, no. I mean, I'm scared of them because they're disgusting, horrible ecosystems unto themselves. <laughs> They're not, like, frightening. These two are gross, right? Sloths and hogs are just yucky. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with the like, your hogs, idea. Hogs get a bad rep because they really cover themselves in mud because they can't regulate their temperature any other way. That's still gross. And they don't cover themselves in poop. It's just mud. It's just mud. But also, they, there's probably poop they in are it. horrible yeah, assholes. <laughs> yeah, they are really mean. They're awful. Uh, don't tell Oklahoma about how hogs are fine because they are literally overrun with feral hogs. (laughs) Um, So I think we're going to go with the more delicate kind of subtle sins categories, just, just to give them a little credit, a little extra credit that they don't deserve credit where it is not due. So who's on team sloth, Alan, you took notes. (laughs) You got names. We had David 
and Nicholas. Um, David, who I affectionately refer to as King Sassy Shit, because he <laughs> was so sassy. Yeah, I feel like it was very unearned, because he did the worst in his first game. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Uh, and then Nicholas was fine. I kind of I liked Nicholas. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff we'll talk about later with the I'm gonna call it acting, and I'm gonna be very generous in calling it acting. <laughs> they were uh, so unenthusiastic. These poor children. They were. They. I don't even think they. Were, I, I think they were weird, scared. Yeah, it's such a weird concept that like the game part of it is real. Like they're actually playing these games and challenges, but the in between stuff where they're being like talked to and interviewed is like. Scripted it and acted. It seems very scripted, yeah. So, who's on the hogs? Uh, we have Michael and Evan. Now, Michael is the person who put the one produced and aired episode up because he was on the show. Yeah. And his parents found the VHS. <laughs> so, what we watched was a literal VHS transfer. Okay. Uh, so, thank up, you, Michael. Thank you. Put yes. up in 2007, <laughs> back when there was a limit to how long YouTube videos could be. It was a 10-minute max. That's why it's in three parts. Right. It's because <laughs> you couldn't do longer than that. So he put it up. Thank you, Michael, for this one and only produced and aired episode of, of the Crypt Keeper's <laughs> Secret Haunted House. I don't remember which one he was. Was he the glasses boy or the other boy? I think he was the other boy. The only one I really remember is, is the King of Sastown. Yeah, the unearned king of Sastown. The yes. beggar king of Sastown. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the first game. So so first, I guess Steve is like, welcome, welcome to the show. This dude, like, he really wants to be an MTV VJ. Yeah, he's just a, yeah. he's just a, he's just a 90s kids game show host. 100%. He <laughs> thought he was hot shit. He was one half of that phrase. Well, he wasn't bad. I shouldn't say that. He was no he Summer was. Sanders. Though. Yeah, he could have been... Oh, much worse than he was. I think he was, for what he was doing, for the 90s shtick that he was doing, he was probably right around the right tone, where he wasn't super annoying. Yeah, he did have an enormous shirt on. I have to agree with Jake, though. He really is no Summer Sanders Saunders Summers. <laughs> well, no, nobody is a Summer Sanders Saunders Summers. <laughs> I'm going to hit that without stumbling once, and it's going to be great. And your head's going to explode. <laughs> uh, so, all of these people, to go back for a second... None of them have clothes that fit. Like, I understand that this is 1996-7, but good lord in heaven, these people need to find clothes that fit. This I, is how I looked in 1997, so I'm not going to throw any shade. Same. <laughs> I genuinely don't think they made clothes below a large. <laughs> I, I re- like uh, recently... So- like, since living in Texas recently started buying medium t-shirts, so... <laughs> okay, so that's why... Okay, so maybe that's why I have this thing, because the clothes would always kind of fit me, and so I never understood the baggy thing, and that's just because I'm huge? Is that You're, what I'm understanding? You, yeah. It's because you are a giant. Here, Here's what it is. You probably were made fun of because your clothes fit, right? Actually, yes, and because I wore my backpack with two straps. Because oh, I was what a nerd. nerd. What a fucking nerd, a nerd. Hey, I had a bad back, okay? <laughs> so did I, but I still looked cool. I have one because of having now, one. Now my back is even worse. Uh, it's okay, because one of my overall straps was down, so... All, the other one, Oh, I well, imagine. hello, TJ. How are you today? Yes. Uh, look, I looked good. <laughs> no, I didn't. I looked <laughs> good like Good is a relative term. Yeah, you for certain values of good. good. Yeah. Right. Uh, so let's talk about this first game. It's called Fireball. Fireball, Fireball Alley. Alley. Fireball Alley. And this game is always the first round, according to the wiki. Well, yeah, because there's only one episode. Of course, <laughs> it's always the first just, round. I'm just going to give up the illusion that there maybe was a second episode, because there are other games described These here. are lies. These are fabrications made by some industrious Wikipedia editor. <laughs> this is like that Street Sharks dude all over again. <laughs> Street Shark and the internet was like, Oh, yeah, I totally remember that Street Shark. Oh, my favorite Street Shark was Roxy, the girl Street Shark didn't exist. That was a fake thing that this fake. dude made yep. up. <laughs> Fireball Alley, you go onto a rickety bridge. Why it's called Alley, I don't know. There's this little rickety <laughs> playground bridge. Also, the first thing you notice is all of the CGI around. Yeah. CGI is a kind term for what it was. It was yeah. computer-generated imagery, and I will not go any farther than that. He's just yeah. standing in a giant, 
probably blue screen still at this point, right? No, it's green. What's interesting is if you can watch him, like, w- look at the kids. The green reflects on them. I didn't so Like, if that. you look at their okay. face, it catches the green light of the screens and stuff <laughs> around them. But I think the only real things there were him, the bridge he was standing on, and, and the, the things behind him. Yes, the, yeah. the headstones. So there's, like, tombstones behind him, and some, a couple of interns or PAs off past where the green screen is, huck dodgeballs <laughs> at the tombstones, and they have to knock them down. But, Jake, I think that you're forgetting that before we can talk about the real star of um, Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's Haunted House, and that would be Digger. You mean the Crypt Keeper's little brother, the big yes. skull. <laughs> His the little big brother, giant the giant skull head. who speaks in rhymes and puns. Clever raps and rhymes. Clever raps and rhymes. Oh, this is Pumpkin Rapper's skull. <laughs> this yes. Crypt Keeper stole Pumpkin Rapper's skull, replaced it with a pumpkin. He used to just be a rapper. <gasps> Headcanon accepted. The plot thicks. <laughs> Get so, thick. So I felt bad for these kids because I'm not sure if they could move left or, or left or right because they always seem to just kind of be planted there in the middle. I bet they could, yeah. but they were too nervous to. Yeah, that bridge was super rickety. They're being accosted by all this green. <laughs> There's just so much green everywhere. And it's violent green. It's just like green. Yeah, it's chroma key. It's the greenest you can get. So you can <laughs> you can cut it, everything else out. So this these PAs are just hucking dodgeballs, hither and yon. Uh, and have, there's like six headstones behind him. And you have to block them. And he's like, remember, keep your arms up. So he's just like got his arms in the air like an idiot, not doing anything. Uh, uh, sassy Boy, whatever his name was, manages to miss... Almost all of them, four of the six headstones are knocked down, and then Nicholas comes out, and then they have to answer questions. These questions are presented as like, here's a series of things, what connects them? I don't remember what the first one was. It was, like it was birds. birds. They were birds. Yes. Penguin and something. and Albatross, Albatross is one of them. And then is it the second one where he's like, Kramer, Elaine. That was in the Newman. Hogs. That was for Hogs. The second okay. one for them were uh, sports teams. It was football teams. Yes. Like Broncos and... Uh, was, yeah. Well, yeah, it started, it was like Cowboys, Broncos, and I'm like, okay, Cowboys were Wild, horses, sure. Wild West. And then it was like... Rams. Rams, Chargers, and I'm like, oh, they're footballs. It's a, it's a football boy. There's a bunch of football boys. And so they, they got the two points, or the two scores, and that was ten points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to answer as many questions as there are still headstones standing. So they got two. Then the Hogs went. And I think it was Evan, and he was much better. I think the interns just had a worse arm that round because well, he didn't move the he same didn't amount move at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, the second team, the Hogs, seemed like they were like four and a half years old. They were very little <laughs> compared <laughs> they to were little the, babies. The slightly taller slobs. They they were tiny, tiny boys. And then the second question, I forget what the first question they got was. But the second question was, like, Seinfeld characters. And I was like, they're yeah. children. How are they going to yeah. know this? They got it right. They did. <laughs> he knew it. Nobody got any questions Parts wrong. Parts of the eye was one of them, I remember. Yeah, there was, like, iris, cornea, pupil. pupil cornea. Rods. Probably not rods. No, and there was another uh, one. Meat. Eyeball meat. What, are the, what connects these four? Uh, and then there was two others that I don't remember. Oh, the uh, list of space shuttles. Right, I said spaceships. Oh, yeah, because, you know, one of them exploded. Cause... Yeah. Well, one of them exploded, like, a little bit ago from then. Yeah. It would have been, been eight years removed, and it was That's still true. technically a shuttle. Uh, Christy McAuliffe was from New Hampshire, if anyone was wondering. It's also referenced in the first Pokemon game, which yep. is crazy. Uh, so there was, another, there was another one. I'm not going to pretend to remember it. I, I don't know. It was like... Uh, no, I don't shapes i don't know so they got 20 forts. it was forts Fort oh, like fort knox fort worth oh yeah i thought he said fords and i was like the fort ticonderoga is yeah. not a thing there was there's henry uh-huh go on and other fords all of them gerald what? ford sure henry exactly. gerald papa <laughs> And an escort, comma the river. <laughs> <laughs> and, and <laughs> yeah, so then they, so they got twenty points. Let me move on to the second game, which was the room of shrinking size. No, there was one before Ooh, the, the incredible that's the shrinking third room. Round. This was the swamp from hell. 
I forgot about the swamp from hell. <laughs> <laughs> they hit hell real hard every time. They're like, it's a swamp from hell. Time, it's like, they're, we get to say hell. They're allowed to say it because they're talking about the place, right? Like, well, that and it's also, the it's the 90s. Keeper. I, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they, it was the Crypt Keeper. It was the 90s. So but they it was could on hit CBS. Hell. You couldn't say die until 2007 on, on kids' TV. You're telling me you can say hell in 1996? And you can also say it's time to get nasty. Get nasty. Nasty is nasty in, like, <laughs> gross. Gross. Not nasty as in, like, as in bonus Jackson. Or Janet. <laughs> I am for real. So, Swamp from Hell was stupid. It was so dumb. They had okay. to bounce on that dumb little trampoline. And, and neither of the two kids have jumped on a trampoline before. They've never before. even Ever. seen a trampoline before in their life. <laughs> but the what second is kid, this bouncy thing? So, basically, you're on a trampoline, and there are... Clusters of skulls hanging above you, and you have to bounce up and just knock them down. And they're like, they're like bouncing back and forth. They're like, they're like, some go up and then the others go down. I was about to say, but vice versa. I would love the PA's job of moving those skulls because it's like, hi, kid, you think you're gonna get it? No, no, you don't get it. You don't get it. No mat for you today. This is not the swampy part. So, no. so what you do is you knock these cluster skulls down, yes. and then you have to cross a bone log. Holding as many bags for as many clusters as you've got down. Each bag is worth five points. You have 60 seconds to get them across the bone log. During the 60 seconds, your teammate is in a cage being lowered into the swamp from hell. Which is lava. Yeah, which is... the And the, the bone uh, balance beam is also over the pit of same said hell lava. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it does not roll. It's not like a rolling thing. It's, you're not the American Ninja no. Warrior way across it. Which is good because these kids couldn't even do it regular no, style. They were awful. <laughs> they, like so the bad. first kid, Nicholas, like he got one. He got one cluster down. And he, so you run in, then you grab another bag of skulls. You don't even take the ones that you got with you. You go and you get a bag, and he's carrying it, and he gets like a quarter of the way, and his friend falls in the lava. And Sassy Pants was just like, come on, let's go. I'm going to fall. Come on, let's go. <laughs> right. and it's like, dude, I'm busy. Be quiet. He's like, no, don't let me down, bro. And then they run out of time. He does not make it across the log. And the kid in the cage explodes. <laughs> now, to the kid's credit, he did throw up his hands before he exploded. There's no way he was not told to do that. Because, I oh, know, but it was so great. To go, to go back a little bit, when they were on Fireball Alley, they were definitely reading cue cards just off screen. Because yeah. they were like, how you feel? You're going to do good? And he's like, try me? And like, <laughs> like, like he was trying to figure out what it was. It was it was bad. That's what I meant by acting earlier. Yeah. <laughs> is that they had to read some cue cards to make them sound like cool, hip kids. So before we move on to round three, there is allegedly a, another game that sometimes. Well, hold on, hold on. Two. Before we talk about round two. Okay. Well, there's one, uh, the other kid, I think it was Evan. Yes. Had to go across, or no, maybe it was Michael, had to go across this. He got three down. He got four down. Four, four. down. And he was going to try to do two trips of two bags. Okay. A bold strategy. He what? he did not. <laughs> he didn't make it. He fell off the log, and, and he then he blew up. <laughs> <laughs> See, how great would it have been how? <laughs> if in the next round it was just one person on right. each team because their teammates had exploded? If you die, you're out of the game. <laughs> If you die in the Crypt Keeper's secret haunted house, you die in real life. That's the Crypt Keeper's real secret. That's the secrets. And all the while, I feel like we're failing to mention the Crypt Keeper is giving running commentary. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you guys. I hate the Crypt Keeper. I did not know that. I was not aware. Hate him like you're scared of it. Hate it. Or like hate it. Like, oh, Oh, man, he's real bad. I hate him on several levels. Okay. In this one, I hate him because he is. Fucking insufferable. Take it just cuts me out to the bucket. And it cuts to him and he says that while there's a g- action happening, yeah. and they're just like cut away from the action, get to the Crypt Keeper. Okay, now back, yeah, we gotta, back gotta to get action. the Crypt Keeper shit in, brother. No, no. They could there's have stuff done, happening. Yeah, they could have done this without the Crypt Keeper. He yeah. adds nothing. I will give props to the puppeteering team behind the Crypt Keeper, though. Um, because at one point, for the next room we're going to, before it goes to that room, it's at the Crypt Keeper, and he has eggs. 
and like there's some yolk on his face and he's just like ah i love the next room crushing eggs makes me think of it and he like squishes the That's egg and it gets all over stupid. his face <laughs> but like the puppeteer made him blink right like props to the puppeteer because they were yeah, doing some yes. work but him breaking egg is a dumb thing. Now oh, you know. no, it was this, dumb. This is <laughs> super dumb. Not this next room reminds me of crushing eggs. Crushing eggs reminds me of this next room. You know that activity we all do all the time. Well, he's, you just grab yourself well, he's an egg. He's a bad guy. He likes he's a gross, gross corpse. This so is he can't eat the eggs. He can eat my dick. <laughs> I like the crib keeper. Whoa, now. Okay, well, so what's this... <laughs> What's this a mythical sometimes second game that the Wikipedia article has lied about? Okay, it is called Worminator. Gross. I'm going to just read the description because I have not pre-gamed it. Uh, Worminator was usually the second round and required False. both players to cross a wind tunnel while exchanging balls at three strategic points. Any dropped balls would be vaporized, as were any players that fell off the platform. Though this, if a player fell, ended the round and no longer in play. The balls are no longer in play if they get vaporized. I've read the parentheses weird. I apologize. At the end of the tunnel was a pair of bins. Every ball deposited into either bin netted the team 10 points. If all three balls were dropped, or if the team did not deposit any balls in the bins within 35 seconds, both teammates were vaporized. Why is it called the Worminator? Like, a because worms are like wind tunnels. <laughs> if you're inside a worm, it's ba you're basically in a wind tunnel. I'll take your word for it. I think it's because they have to pass the ball. Like, okay. I don't. I don't know. Like, you would be somewhere and have to pass the ball, and then I run to the next point, and you have to get there. And oh, pass like the ball like a worm. Yeah, like how worms <laughs> relay. Yeah, <laughs> you relay like a worm. Everyone's heard that classic expression. Anyway, I'm also curious. Going back to the Crypt Keeper for a second, that if we were able to see a second episode, if his stuff is just all pre-recorded, like lines just per game like he says he does to take me out to the ball game every time <laughs> i'm willing to put money that the answer is yes or if it was specific to the episode because digger does mention the players by name he does yes. talk to the players from what i understand with digger i felt like there was a guy off like with a microphone looking yeah. at the kids like they had a point of reference to talk to and it was a dude with a microphone yeah uh digger by the way is a skull that looks like he was burnt yeah. And, and his, by skull. And he had eyes that like flew out of his head. Yeah, his eyes yeah. can come out. Like a like a like a skull. You know, like a skull? <laughs> I feel like there was a toy that when you squeezed it, its like a, eyeballs would pop yeah, out. Yeah, like a stress ball. Yeah, okay. There were some kind of balls I remember, while we're here. They were just like round balls and they were just like gross. It would be like some monster covered in slime or something, and I think you could squeeze them and their eyes would come out. I can't uh, remember maybe. what they were called. I, don't know. I know what you're talking about there. Yeah. So then we move on to the third game, the room of shrinking size. For, is that the third game? The Incredible Shrinking Room. Sure. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> You're going to love this room. <laughs> this, room's the, this room's the greatest. It's the best room there is. It's the most frustrating room to watch. Oh, no. This was super. This was the best part of the show for My me. My favorite part was the hogs. The just, hogs just, just getting dunked on by oh, themselves. God. What a couple dumb no, babies the, the hogs were. Okay, so let's preface this um, before we get into it. Because the, the, the point of the game is that there are six puzzles, word puzzles, and there are letters spaced along the walls attached with Velcro. The goal is to get the letter, put it in the puzzle that matches, to spell out a word, and then to scream the first line or the first word on the list of puzzles. That's, you just yeah. need to get one right and you can get the answer. <laughs> yeah. But you can't, I don't think you can yell the password until you complete all of them. I think the yelling the password, which is the first word on the list, then the, then the is password, bonus points. Password should be the last one on the list, and you have to complete them all to get there. Either in way, order. they're just words with one letter missing. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, sloths dominate, and the hogs. Well, yeah, they're like fifteen years old yeah. compared to the the six and a half year old hogs. I feel like we also should specify that one player is like at the wall with the words, that yelling to the other player, like, "Get me an E." And then he'll grab it and run it over and put it up. The sloths crush it. They get all the way down. They yell the password it's two, all with two seconds left. It's all animals. Yeah, it's all animals. Animals that you need to put one letter in to fix. Okay. <laughs> then we get to the hogs. And the hogs, like I said, are so young they don't know how to spell. And they 
fucked it ever, everyone up? They got they got the first word right. They got one word right. And the second one, I don't remember what one they got right. I don't remember. The, the second one was squirrels. Hamster. And the U was missing. They got hamster right? Yeah. But they couldn't get squirrels? They're like... Look there's, <laughs> look, there's a Q. It throws everything off. Okay, well, yeah, the Q was there, though. And then he was like, hey, give me a Q. Skakurls. Skakurls. Everyone's favorite woodland creature, Skakurls. And I think my favorite part of all of this is that Steve Saunders was merciless. <laughs> what? Yeah. Eggle? Yeah, they're... Eggle? Eggle? Lego, Lego my eggle. Lego, Lego my eggle. I don't know what yeah, you did. So instead of eagle, he wrote. they wrote eggle. Instead of... Oh, there was one other. Alligator. It was like alligator. It's alligator. He's like, oh, you need a G, idiots. And then the last one was my favorite. It was jaguar, but they put a U in front, so it's waguar. Waguar. That was again my second favorite Legends of Hidden Temple team. The red waguar. The wags. I'm sorry, Michael and Evan, if you're listening. You were dumb babies and didn't know how to yeah, spell. Yeah, you guys did an awful job. You guys were very bad, and I'm sorry that you f- you just uh, totally failed at this in the one and only produced and aired episode <laughs> of The Secret House of the Haunted Crypt Keeper. Yes, you crushed it in the first game, and then it was just all downhill for you guys from there. You did, you stopped doing good. <laughs> I don't know what early. happened. So then we go to the fourth one. Well, due to their overwhelming victory, the Slavs are now in the lead. I feel like that should be an important note. Right. Yes. yes. There are allegedly four fourth round games of which yep. we saw one. Again, these are fakey fake bullshit <laughs> made up by the Street Sharks dude just to mess with people who are only reading the Wikipedia because <laughs> you can't find another episode. If you Google Secrets of the Haunted Crypt Keeper's House, then... <laughs> one day you're going to get it, Jake. One day. No, he's doing it wrong on purpose now. I'm now it's a bit. 50-50. <laughs> uh, then the first thing that comes up is the Wikipedia article. The second thing is part one of the video series that we watched, the first part of this episode. <laughs> the second one is part one of the video series that we watched. I don't know why it's on there twice. The third thing is an article with a link to the video for part one of this episode. <laughs> it's That's it. There's nothing else. This... This was lost to time. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> and now we are talking about it. And there is no information on the total number of episodes. It's one. It's one. <laughs> we it's all one. know how many episodes. The, re- the rest of these games are just pulled from old production notes or someone's imagination. So let's uh, let's talk about the game that we got. The one that we did see. And then we'll talk about the ones we didn't get. Okay. So this one was called The Ladders. This is The Abyss. The, the Abyss. Abyss. This game is... It might as well be called Fuck the Hogs. Yeah, <laughs> so one of them is outside the crypt. Because you go, there's like a, like a house, not the crypt, it's a house. It's a haunted house. So you go, there's like the house. Outside there's like a video screen. It's like a, like a 27 inch flat screen. Which was the, the peak of technology at was the it? time. Was the screen flat? I'm sure it was, but in that super old, like, right. where you can clearly see, like, the the lines are, like, a quarter of an inch thick. <laughs> um, so you, so one of them is outside, and they have to read off these questions that all have a number answer. Yeah. And then the other person is in the abyss. Where they, they have to rope swing into some ladders. Kurt Frog but, style. Yeah, before any questions are asked, they have to rope swing in. The clock is running at this point. Oh, yeah. The clock is horrible. So they eat up 10 to 15 seconds just trying to get on the ladders before the first question is even asked. They have like 90 seconds for this one. And so you land on the first ladder and you you have to answer the questions. And you can both answer. They can yell to you, like, oh, the answer is like 15. And you have to find 15 on the wall. There's three rope ladders you have to like Donkey Kong across. My, uh, My favorite line in all of this was when he was like, Oh, come on. It's just like climbing a treehouse back home. What if he didn't have a treehouse, Steve? Yeah, Steve. Not all of us had houses Look, and treehouses and stuff. Not all of us are super rich and shit, asshole. <laughs> Fucking 1% billionaires with rope ladders We're leading not, up to their treehouses. We can't houses. all be game show hosts, Steve. Steve. You know what my treehouse had? A wood platform and some some boards nailed into a tree, and that's <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Yes. I didn't have one because I lived in an apartment. I <laughs> lived in the woods, so... It was technically a hunting stand that my papa built, but he let us pretend like it was a treehouse. Right. I had to carry a 
uh, thing up. I I used a rope to pull it up, like he, like he did in in Wishmaster. Yeah. Not Wishmaster. That's a horror movie. I'm talking about Pagemaster. <laughs> My bad. Not the point. They were all wearing really big clothes. This is where I made a note of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it was huge. Uh, it's hard to move. It's hard to rope swing. You got so much air drag, <laughs> right? Your drag coefficient is crazy. That's where all the time goes. So they're going around. They're getting these numbers. The sloths get four. Yeah, like three of them are on the one ladder for the sloths. And the first one, at least the first one, I feel like the first two are on the ladder that he landed on. We're like right next to him, yeah. So we get to the hogs, and it's like, how many weeks in a year? Oh, 52. 52 is on the farthest corner from where this poor kid landed. 13 feet up. And this kid is, again... (laughs) Three and a half years old. He has he barely has motor skills. His arms can barely reach between the letters. Why'd you do this? Squish him in a little bit, assholes. So it takes him what forty-five seconds to get up there. It took him fifteen no, seconds to swing it. It took him it took him forty-five seconds to get to the second ladder. <laughs> yeah. So he hits the one number, and the next one is like, oh, what date in February is Valentine's Day? And it's 14, which, hey, guess what? That's back where you just were, No, there was little dink. There was one between there. There was a four between there, right? I think so. And they had, he had to go back one over, and I think he got that one. But then they're like 14, and it's he's like 75 feet in the yeah. air now. He has to base jump down to this the 14 at the bottom of the first ladder. I feel like the and- secret is that this game... Is fucking rigged. This game. Yeah. And his his teammate is not being super helpful. Oh, come on. You can do this. Come, come on. on. Faster. We, already, we, we did come the. Come on. We did the. Dude, number we're part. getting just this lunch call. Just Jesus. Really? <laughs> Dude. It was very bad. And also, they the, the fucking producers put these questions in this order. Like he, they, they know they know where fifty two is. Oh they yeah. They know this little boy in his tiny arms are gonna get there in time. <laughs> I think Jerks. I think with this being the one and only episode ever produced, they were just like, let's make it as cruel as humanly possible on one of these poor. <laughs> yeah, poor let's torture this poor child. Let's just make some four year olds cry. Yeah, let's make him feel like he's doing an awful job. Make his teammate just like yell at him. So Josh, <laughs> yes. actually, okay. Th- how many how many games are there allegedly? There are three more new games. Okay, so let's go back and forth between you and Alan. All right, Alan, I read the last one, so you start this, and that should even us out. Okay, so Ghost Battle uh, required one player from each team to compete. They met up with Digger, now a full skeleton body, to engage in a ninety second joust. However, the player needed to strike the skeleton's shield to score. If a player made five hits on the shield, the skeleton would fly up into the air with an explosion, and the player scored five points. Presumably, falling off the platform would vaporize the player, though no players ever fell off. Digger never actually struck at the player to try to force them back. Yeah, you know why? Because this game is fake and made up, and no one did it. What's the next one? Okay, so this would have been neat to see a giant skeletal digger. Yeah, yeah. but he would have just been standing there getting wailed on by kids. <laughs> but imagine how cool you would have felt if you were that kid. And this you game would have was felt really real. cool. Where even would they put it? I don't know. They got a repurposed American Gladiator set in the back. <laughs> no, American Gladiator is still on. It was at the peak at 96. Yeah, this is like the, the the first Joust set. They have a new set now. This is an old right, one. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so the next one is Endless Hallway. This sounds frustrating. Uh, which required one player to walk on the equivalent of a treadmill for 75 seconds. What do you mean? Okay, just call it a fucking treadmill It's a treadmill. Nerd. <laughs> Whoever wrote this. It was the player's job to walk through the hall and take note of the various items encountered. The teammate waiting outside was presented with five different match game style blanks to fill in. Upon being told what item was encountered in the hallway, it was the teammate's job to match the item to the corresponding blank to score five points. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it was like a silhouette and they had to... So you're like, oh, I saw a sword in there. And he goes, oh, okay. And he... he Puts his sword on the wall and he gets five or, points? Or is there like a question like, I killed him with my blank. And he's like, oh, a sword. May, oh, maybe that's it. Or maybe. is there, or maybe there is a silhouette where it's like, what's missing? And you're like, a sword. I think it's a sword. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Again, it's made up. It never happened. It didn't exist. <laughs> and the final one is called The Vampire's Lair. Called for both players to compete. 
One player went into a room, which would light up via strobe lights for a few seconds and go dark. Then the player outside would guide the player in the room to the middle of the room by looking at a video feed from a night vision camera. In the middle of the room was a switch that, when thrown, would awaken the vampire. Each team had 1 minute and 45 seconds to reach this switch, and the team that used less time to wake the vampire would receive 20 points. If neither team reached the vampire, however, no points were awarded. Note, in one occasion, time ran out on a team despite the player activating the lights on the vampire a few seconds later. Why the hell would you want to wake up a vampire? Right. Your goal is to wake up a vampire. This is the opposite of Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah, wake up daddy. It's wake up daddy I would just and be get killed screaming to death. And be like, ah, ah, vampire. <laughs> what's the what's the best case scenario of waking up that vampire? Uh, I will eat you now. <laughs> uh, get your teammate. You're you're gonna pass. <laughs> you get it. You get a good one, Evan. You can go home. But <laughs> so I'm the vampire is the temple guard. I'm definitely <laughs> killing Michael though. <laughs> Except instead of a instead of a medallion, it's garlic. So yeah. you just get a head of garlic and you yeah, just shove the, it in and goes, <laughs> Again, never happened. Can't be proven. Nope. Doesn't there's exist. No, there's no proof. This is someone had a fever dream and they're like, oh, that was that show that I saw the one episode that was aired and produced. Right. But I remember seeing the whole thing in all these other games and then they wrote the Wikipedia entry. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lie. So then we get to the final, the, we get to the temple games, the crypt games. Yes. What was it what? called? It was called. Skullduggery. That Yay! is correct. I didn't hear that when he said it. I read the Wikipedia article real quick right before <laughs> uh, we started recording. Uh, also, skullduggery refers to like shady business. That's what yeah. that word means. Uh, that's not what they're doing. Well, they're essentially ransacking the secrets of the haunted house. They're just taking skulls. So you run around <laughs> this haunted house. You start. Let's, you start. Let's back up. Pull it back. Yes, back. you start. I think upstairs. I don't remember. But you start in the master dead room. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys get it? Because this, this is a spoopy show. This room, this room is dead. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, fuck the crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I'm starting to get the feeling you didn't like this. I, I didn't. I if it if there was no crypt keeper, it would have been about six times better. I still wouldn't have really liked it. There. <laughs> No, it was the 90s is a weird time where kids game shows were like popular because of Nickelodeon. So everyone was trying to do it and everyone else did it bad. Did it bad and weird. They're like, let's just do a bunch of stuff. Kids are hyper. So they just want things to be always Here's moving. Here's what we do. Give a kid four <laughs> surges. Set him loose. Then <laughs> put him in a, in a spooky world. Now <laughs> so when they exploded, they just brought in clones of the kid because four surges is enough to make a child explode when using that the original formula. I've said this before on multiple podcasts, but Surge was the only soda that after about three cases, I was banned from having by my mother because it <laughs> made me a crazy person. So she was like, no more Surge. You're done. You're done on this. Um, I think my favorite part of Skullduggery, though, was they would move to room to room. And then, of course, you have the ex incredibly enthusiastic partner behind you, behind you. Okay, this is weird, right? This is There's very one above weird. you. There's one to your left, uh, like whatever, to the right, whatever. No, your other right. No, my right? No, my no, other my right. No, my right. Oh, wait. No, that's my hand. Sorry, I meant behind you. Uh, so, I <laughs> Whoops, thought, I fell asleep. I thought one team was in there, but it was one person from each team? Yeah, and then yes, another, it was one person uh, from each team. Yeah, the other teammate is outside on a video screen, like trying to direct them to the skulls that they can see. It's just weird that... They split the team up for the final game. Yep. Yeah. And they put in my favorite thing about probably this whole thing was sometimes when the kids would be like, there's one behind you, a super shitty scribbly arrow would be drawn to the skull that the kid was sort of talking <laughs> to, but they were super shaky and it was obviously just somebody quickly Drawing it on oh, a it was, something. It was the crypt keeper. So the the puppeteers had to make the crypt keeper do. Yeah, that. they put his finger on it and like made it. There you go. <laughs> I didn't see a single skull. I, I didn't I, see I didn't, anyone that they were like. Rich, there's behind I you. Did, I, I did. I didn't realize what the hell was happening until they were running down the last hallway. Now, yeah, finally. <laughs> to be fair to these poor, horrified, traumatized children. 
it was fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. And they they had headlamps and a flashlight that one of them only seemed to discover the flashlight about halfway through. It's not even just dark. It's foggy. I mm-hmm. thought like, both of these people were on the same team because I could not tell the color of their shirts. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of yelling and noise. Like, it's all incoherent, and you and just then can't tell what's happening. And random hands would, like, reach out at them that weren't even scary, just more annoying. And there was one, there was, like, a like a superimposed, or maybe it was on the dolly that was, like, tracking backwards. But, like, a little skeleton would pop up every once in a while in front of the camera. Like, oh, right were, in front it was, of it. Yeah, it was, dra- it was supposed to be dragging the skeleton down that little crushed hallway or whatever uh so they get outside they make this like mad dash and they get to the, there's like this stake in the ground and you have to take these skulls and put them on like you're making a silver monkey except <laughs> this isn't timed no you just it's just count up your skulls so they get their skulls on and the the slods win by one they had they had 13 no, they had fourteen. They had fourteen to the other to the hogs is thirteen. I genuinely don't remember them getting that many skulls. I I mean they probably did. I couldn't tell what was they, happening. They start with five skulls. They basically put a black screen on the TV with a lot of kids yelling, "Hey, skulls on a radio skull!" <laughs> and then they ended up with fourteen. I don't know. So, do we want to tell the folks what they won? Oh yes, my favorite. So the so the runners up get the actually. You know what? There. It says on the Wikipedia a sentence. Josh, do you want to hit me, yeah, let me get with that it. sentence? I have it right here. I got it. I got it. Do we got it? I thought it was at the very end. It is. Alan, Alan, it you is? read it. Right, yeah, Alan, you go ahead. I went the wrong way. Um, usually the winning team would receive Apple computers, while the runner-ups would receive a set of Grolier, the new book of knowledge. This is what we saw them win. Now, when they yeah. say usually the teams would win this, they w- what they mean is... There was only one episode <laughs> produced and aired, and that therefore every single time they won the one thing. Yeah, this basically confirms that there was only one episode, because there's no way this Rudy Poo show had the budget to give and every winning team an Apple computer. For a year? And every runner-up the entire set of encyclopedias, because those are not hey, cheap. Hey, you guys remember encyclopedias? <laughs> I made that when it came up. I'm like, oh, it's the old internet. <laughs> that's yeah that's like that's like a that's like an offline version of wikipedia right and encyclopedia right. <laughs> they're all very wrong now yeah every encyclopedia is horribly outdated and has just is just littered with the wrong information which is amazing to me so that's it that is the crypt keepers haunted secret house <laughs> what did we think overall alan let's start with you overall i will say that i remember this m- not fondly from when I was a child. Um, I actually accidentally watched Bordello of Blood um, when I was way too young for it. I saw that with the Mystery Science Theater. And so, like, the Crypt Keeper scared the living shit out of me when I was younger. So I remember when this show came on, my sister would always call me in and be like, oh, Alan, we're going to watch something. And be like, okay. And then I would see the Crypt Keeper and scream and run and hide because it was <laughs> awful and I hate him. Um, as an adult, it's fine, but it, it, it's frustrating. Frustrating, I think, best sums up this game show. Yeah. Yeah, kids are real dumb. Kids are idiots. And I when think you, the and moral when you, of, yeah, of they're, they're our real, podcast. <laughs> they're real stupid, and when you make them nervous, it gets worse. Yeah, and then you make them try to act on top of all that, and it's just a recipe for disaster. Josh, your final thoughts? I didn't like it. It was just a mess. The whole show was just a mess. Uh, my final <laughs> thoughts are: I'd rather be watching Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, they're really trying to be Legends of the Hidden Temple, and they're not doing a good job. Although this made me think of something. You know, if you took this premise but changed the host, I think this would be amazing. With Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, fuck yes, Elvira, yeah. Secret of, Haunted Crypt House. Yeah, of the Crypt Keeper, make it Elvira because it's already campy. And that just rule. amp it up to, like, the nth degree, and it would have been amazing. Now, granted, Man. that would have been harder because most of her jokes are about her boobs. But Who cares? It was on CBS. It wasn't on Nickelodeon. Right. They can say hell. They can make boob jokes. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it, would be, it would be real hard to run with getting your first boner on. Because <laughs> uh. Elvira, I don't know if you guys know this, has always been and still is a babe. She is a fox. Uh, so <laughs> that would have been awesome if this yeah. is Elvira's 
instead of the Crypt Keeper, who sucks, and I hate him. <laughs> I uh, still wouldn't have liked the games. But at least the cutaways would have been funny. It would have been, been so yeah. much funnier. We're, we came in real early on this. Normally our, our episodes are around an hour long. So before we leave, I want to ask you guys a couple Halloween spookum-related questions. Okay. What was, did you guys ever do Haunted Houses or Haunted Hayrides as a kid? Alan, Haunted Hayrides are when you go through like a, like a hay. You're on like a hayride. Bitch, I grew up on a farm. <laughs> Well, in my head, they're connected to Apple Farms, so I, I just Don't assume... Don't question my credentials. I assume there's none south of the Mason-Dixon line. That's where no, the Apple stop. No, we do rides all the time. Okay. Do you ever have any good ones? Um, no, not really. Um, I think the best one that I've ever been on is hosted every year um, out in a cornfield. And so they do a corn maze and all of that fun stuff. But the best one I've ever been on is you never see anything, but you'll hear like things rev up, and then the the speed of the hay bale or the the car or the tractor will change, and it it was pretty good. We used to put them on when we were when I was a kid. Um, whenever I was, I also helped run some haunted houses a couple of times, so that was a lot of fun. But nice, Josh. About you, any good haunted hay rides or or haunted houses? Um, Haunted Hayrides, no. Not really where I grew up. Um, I only remember one, and it was pretty recent, but it was just stupid. <laughs> like, you get the stereotypical, like, guy runs up to the the truck with a chainsaw, but, like, he can't do anything, so he's right. like, ah, and you're like, well, whatever, get out of here. Um, there was one jump scare, though, where it was, like, you know, train crossing coming up, and then you get up and just, like, this spotlight and an air horn go off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That sucked. I hate jump scares so much so uh, i don't go to a lot of haunted houses because that's all that they are i don't i also don't do haunted houses but for a different reason i'm uh very punchy i don't uh, my fight <laughs> or flight is very geared towards fight and i don't want to hurt anybody because i got scared so <laughs> yeah that's, uh, that's how i am with the big haunted houses i refuse to go in them uh so when i when i was a kid uh by kid i mean in high school uh i was I helped out with the Lions Club. I don't know if you know what mm-hmm. that is. Al. Is that everywhere? Okay, because yeah. it's like it's like they they do like a lot of stuff for blind people. Um, and it's it, there's like a chapter like everywhere. Um, so but my best friend Jacob's grandma was like the head of the chapter of Swansea, New Hampshire, or whatever. And so they had this like little campground, and each of like the the cabins was set up like a different one. And so me, Jacob, and our friend Jeremy were monsters in it. So we would like. You know, we would try to scare him. After about an a half an hour, I was like, hey, guys, I'm very bad at this. I got scared in – I was in costume, and I got scared because I didn't see someone. And they, they just walked by me, and I didn't notice them, and I, then I noticed them, and I got scared. So I was like, I'm bad at this part. <laughs> so, what I, so what I did was I would get in line to go on the rides, and I would go in – like I would go on the tour with them and at random be a plant. Yeah. And at random points, Jeremy was dressed like a vampire, like a hillbilly vampire type thing. And he was like, he was older than us and he was like a, like a pretty big, strong dude. And, uh, so he would just like grab me and like throw me around. Um, and like people would be freaked out. Cause like one of the people that they've been on the tour with. Yeah. Like they can't touch you, but this guy just did. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, and then I was on a hayride once, and I punched a dude in the face because he got—he scared me. And I was like six, and I just like hit him. <laughs> Although um, one thing I will say while we're on this topic, I work and went to school um, at a university that has one of the top haunted places in Alabama um, at the Siemens Bethel Theater, uh, which is where the honors program is housed at my university. And whenever I was a student there, I would give ghost tours. Of oh, uh, nice. the Bethel, it was really cool. It was two ghosts. The one upstairs we called the captain. He was an old German man who died in the Bethel back when it was in Towntown Mobile. And then the one downstairs was a small girl who died in a fire uh, when she was about seven. So dang, spooky. I, I just remembered. It's not a hayride. It was a haunted corn maze at the Red Apple Farm. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> and at the end of it, like you go through the maze and it's like a regular scary. Like oh, boo, gotcha. Uh, and then at the end of it, you go to, like, the basement of the storefront of the Red Apple Farm. So you're underneath, like, the store part. Right. And there's, like, a regular, like, haunted house. And not Jason Voorhees guides you through it. So we got to the entrance of that. And I was little. And I was so freaked out by the corn maze. 
that I refused to go in there. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing it. I was crying. I was having a, I was having a, a mess. I was having a mess. <laughs> and the Jason Voorhees guy had a machete, and he just like clanked it against the concrete on the wall. And I just shut up. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so then my mom and my aunt went in there, and I, still refusing to go in, stayed out in the lobby. Just by yourself? Just by myself. After about two minutes, I was like, I think I messed up. I don't think I should be out here. But I was fine. They came back out. No one messed with me or anything. Okay. Uh, but I, was, I did not have a good time. And I don't think I've really gone to haunted houses since then. I don't, I don't love <laughs> corn mazes because I have no sense of direction. Um, the last corn maze we went in, we were together. Yes. It was us and uh, Sesha and our friend Deanna. And we got lost for like an hour and a half in yep. the daytime. And, and I was 24 <laughs> years old. So like uh, I was very I'm very bad at corn mazes in general. Uh, hint with a maze, put your hand on the right hand wall and just keep walking. You will eventually find your way out. Yeah, I feel like that's a lie, but only because <laughs> I know that both directions are wrong in every maze because I have I don't know where I am. I like like literally if you spin me around in, in like a Walmart that I'm not used to, I can't get out. I just can't do it. I can't find my way home. You're the you're the customer that comes up to an employee and goes, "Oh, hey, which way's the exit?" I've done that. So whenever people ask me that, I'm not like, "Idiot, you came in that way." Because I'm like, "Oh, I get it. I know what's going on. It's that way." I'm trying to think of any other spooky I can Halloween tell you, questions. I can this tell is you a creepy ghost story from those uh, from the house tour or the 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 haunted tour I used to give. Yeah, hit me with that. Yeah, hit us. Okay, so the little girl um, who we just referred to as Sarah, uh, we don't actually know what her name was, but uh, the story goes that the Honor Center used to be a theater, and downstairs there are a lot of mirrors, and the costumes were kept in the boiler room, and so that's where the fire started. The little girl would come down with her mom and would play in the racks of clothes. And so Sarah would make the boiler go off randomly. She would close people's books. Um, she would lock doors. She would turn things off. So there was one time that we were down there, and I was giving a tour to a bunch of band geeks. And, you know, we, we were doing the whole, you know, if you're here, if you're here, you know, making noise, whatever. Did and you call her an asshole like they no, do on Ghost Adventurers? Did oh, not God. call her an asshole. Those guys are the worst. They are the worst. I don't know whether she was making it up or, or not, but one of the girls in the group screamed and, like, clutched her hair. And she swears up and down that something yanked her hair hard oh, enough to, like, pull it out. Um, and she refused, like, she left. She refused to come back in. We used to have police officers that refused to come to the honor center because they knew it was haunted. And they were like, we ain't going, <laughs> to quote, I ain't going in that haunted shit. I ain't going in that haunted shit. <laughs> oh, that's a cop that said that's that. a policeman. A constable on patrol is like, no, I'm not going. I don't care if there are crimes there. There's also a ghost and I'm not doing it. Uh, what about the captain? He do anything spooky? Uh, you no, he was more of a protective type spirit. Um, he was never really mean. Um, you could see him though. The way the Bethel was, they ha it has flower windows, so it's a circular window that seems to have like petals. And on certain nights, if you're looking, you could see his hat float by. Oh, dang. So you could hmm. see him walking. Um, the other thing that the little girl used to do uh, was she, her favorite thing to do was to lock doors. I was there meeting someone to study, and the person I was meeting was upstairs. There was an upstairs kind of lounge area, and the downstairs is the study area. And she was, like, freaked out. And I was like, what's wrong? And she was like, I tried to go down there, but someone slammed the door and locked it. And she was really pale, and I was like, oh, well, I mean, it could have been an upperclassman playing a joke, like, whatever. She was like, no, I'm the only one here, and a little girl laughed at me. <laughs> And so we go downstairs. Sure enough, there's nothing there. There were no other cars but hers when I pulled in. Like, it was, it was creepy. Dang. Did you ever see Sarah? Um, once or twice. Um, she was not very visible, necessarily. Uh, people would claim that you would see her in your dreams if you ever slept there. Um, and I slept there like a hundred times. And I never saw her in my dreams, but I did dream of fire. A lot, and whether that was subliminal or whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, people did claim to see her. She wore a white dress and had red hair. Now, did multiple people say, describe her that way that yeah. didn't have any interaction with each other? Okay. 
That's my favorite part of ghost stories. Yeah. It's when they might be <laughs> real. Like, collaborate. And, and the thing is, this is an honors program. So most of us are driven by research and we're like, no, that, that crap's not real. Until but you start oops, talking about ghost. the honors ghosts, and then we're like, oh no, you guys, seriously. <laughs> that, seriously. You do not piss Sarah off. That she shit's will, haunted. She will destroy your notes. <laughs> like, and that was the thing. One guy got up and went to the bathroom and he came back and his notes were like scattered all over the room. Um, oh, dang. And so it was, it's, it, 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 some crazy stuff happens there. It's pretty fun. If y'all ever come over, I still have my key and it still works and I'll, I'll take you through. <laughs> oh, dang. Absolutely. Yeah. Gotta, gotta so make she that was happen. just more mischievous. Oh, yeah, she wasn't like, she's mischievous. Yeah. She wasn't absolutely. hurting anything. Yeah. She didn't set any secondary fires. Yeah. She's not right. killing everybody else in a fire. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, we got, we should do a gas cast. Ghost hunting is basically a sport, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do y'all have a crybaby bridge in Austin? No. What does that mean? Crybaby bridge is kind <laughs> of there. There are crybaby bridges everywhere. Um, there's one not in Mobile. It's in a place called Saraland, which is just north of Mobile. Um, but essentially, our crybaby bridge is where, according to legend, uh, they would drown the babies of slaves um, back oh, during uh, before the Civil War. And so, when you go there on a on a moonlit night, uh, you can hear the babies cry. And so it's called Crybaby Bridge. Um, I hope we don't have any in Austin. I mean, we're pretty um, deep south, so there might be something around here. <laughs> there's also the train tracks that make your car move. Have you guys heard of them? No. Again, all over the country, you'll hear of these, this phenomenon, but people will, like, drive onto rail tracks and then put their car in neutral. And supposedly, the ghosts of people who have died on that railroad track will push your car over the edge and push it to the other side, even though it's in neutral and there was no forward momentum. Could also just be like an incline. Yeah, that's probably more what it is. But. <laughs> or it's a ghost. Or it's a ghost. We don't know. Uh, my roommate, uh, who just walked in, uh, brought a ghost home from Walmart. So we kind of are haunted <laughs> in my apartment. Oh, nice. Does your uh, Do you have a name for your ghost? No, it's Walmart ghosts is what Walmart we call ghost? it. I don't see it very often. He's mostly haunted, not me. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> you just get like the residual haunted. Sometimes she'll like move the light so it goes off and you just got to screw it back in or whatever. And then she maybe was the one that slam dunked the bulb on my, <laughs> in my kitchen. But I also, at my parents' house, uh, there's a ghost that lives there. The woman that lived there before us died in my parents' room. It wasn't Ooh. their room yet, obviously. She just died. She was like old and died. Um, and she still lived there and she would like, she wasn't malevolent or anything. And like, you wouldn't know there was a ghost there if like you didn't live there all the time for 20 plus years. But like when I was little, when I was like eight or nine, my dad saw me come out or he thought he saw me come out. I was like, Hey, it's like super late. You need to go to bed. And then my mom looked over and she's like, there's nothing there. Uh, and I was asleep in my room. Uh, <laughs> one time she walked through me. So everything just got black for a second. Um, she would close the bathroom door if you didn't close it. Cause she was like a grandma ghost. <laughs> so like, if you didn't like close the door all the way, she would just like close it. <laughs> That's about it. That's all nice. the ghost stuff I had. I don't really have any ghost experience. No, well, we no. gotta, we gotta get you to Sarah's house. <laughs> mobile. I also have a, a personal, another personal one, but I can share that off mic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My roommate is basically haunted. He, he collects yeah, just ghosts. Follows <laughs> Wherever he goes, there's a haunting. He's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's real fun living with him. Just you never know what kind of spookums or haints are going to show up. Uh, so I think, I think that's a good place to end. On, I think so, uh, too. Spoopy, yeah. spoopy, spoopy. Yeah. So this has been Gas Cast Games of Sports, The Secret of the Haunted Crypt Keeper's Cryptid Keep. And, uh, <laughs> so close. <laughs> and, Alan, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Sure. Um, if you're listening to, to this, uh, you probably are aware that I am the game master of a podcast called Pokemon World Tour United, uh, right, which right. is pretty awesome. Uh, you can find us on on Twitter, hashtag PWT United. Uh, you can find me on Twitter Al, at Alan underscore cells. Uh, awesome. You are also one part of one CKT fourth of, of Cool Kids Table, the another role playing podcast that we have, which is uh, very fun. And we got some spooky ones coming up. Yeah. So those are fun those yeah. are real fun check those out too i'm on twitter at jj underscore mason and i am also on twitter at jnix04 the show is under the hey jake and josh banner so at hey jake and josh is the twitter handle for the show and you can email us at hey jake and josh at gmail.com boy did we definitely had a sign off last time huh not last time time before that hike
get no doubt.